Hello friends, welcome to ACAD Health Talks Biology Series. I have already discussed about our biology series in my previous talks, but for those who are new, let me again tell you. ACAD Health Biology Talks, these are series of discussions on biology related topics. We are concentrating more on the plus two level, means classes 11 and 12 biology. Here we invite eminent teachers to discuss upon specific chapters. And with this, we have started this program, ACAD Health Talks Biology Series. I am Dr. Abhijit Shaha, Training Associate in Kendi Vidyalaya Sangathan, Zonal Institute of Education and Training, Bhubaneswar. Today we have with us Mr. Rajiv Ranjan Singh. He is a postgraduate teacher in Kendri Vidyalaya, AFS Kumbhigram. He takes a lot of interest in teaching biology in different ways. He is very good in ICT work. Apart from his teaching, he is a good orator, good speaker and also a good digital painter. So let us welcome Mr. Rajiv Ranjan Singh, postgraduate teacher from AFS Kumbhigram to this program. So welcome Mr. Rajiv. Thank you, thank you, thank you Dr. Saha. Uh, okay, thank it, you, thank you. It's thank again, you, for you being... know, always mm-hmm. exciting and uh, energizing uh, talking to you. Okay, thank you very much, thank you very much. And now let me tell the, the viewers that today's discussion is on human reproduction. And those who are listening to our programs regularly, you must have already heard that we have already conducted several programs. If you think of human reproduction, studying human reproduction, then there are few important events. We start with gametogenesis, that is gamete formation, and then insemination, that is transfer of sperm into the female genital tract, then the fertilization, that is union of the male and female gamete, and then implantation, gestation, and parturition. So these are the major events which are to be studied while we discuss human reproduction and for different such events and discussion we are inviting different people, eminent teachers to throw light upon those important topics. So today uh, I would like to talk to Mr. Rajiv and uh, we'll be discussing on fertilization. Okay. So now Rajiv, my first question to you is uh, what actually is fertilization? It is, uh, we normally say it as a fusion of uh, cells. But is it only fusion of cells or something specific? Well, uh, fertilization is a very, very cross term that people use. Uh, most of the people get confused that uh, only discharge of semen and transfer to the female reproductive tract, that is uh, that leads to fertilization. But what exactly fertilization is, it's a series of event that results in the fusion of male and female gamete or you say sperm and ovum resulting in production of zygote that is fertilization so it can be viewed as a series of steps involved but the ultimate uh, product is zygote so fertilization can be simply defined as fusion of two types of gametes sperm and ovum to form a diploid zygote okay that means uh, before fertilization there is one more event that is uh, copulation where the semen is released into the uh, into the vagina, which is also called as insemination. Now, what happens after the 
uh, semen is released into the vagina, then the sperm has to swim through the female genital tract to reach the ovum. Now, what happens during this phase? No, I will just try to bring a series of uh, event that is taking place in this fertilization. You know, uh, uh, you know that uh, you know this. Uh, for example, in a human male, which ejaculates about 200 to 300 billion sperms yes. during a coitus. Okay, and uh, of course there are some conditions also for which uh, for a successful fertilization, that is at least about not less than 60 percent of the sperms should be of normal shape and size. And 40% of them must have vigorous mortality so that they can ultimately reach the site. Secondly, the hostile environment through which the sperm have to uh, swim across, that is also very important. So fertilization is not a very simple event, as we often think. Yeah, true. Sperms have to uh, pass through hurdles, isn't it? Yeah, there are so many hurdles. But Uh, let me reconstruct everything. Okay, please discuss. First of all, uh, the fertilization, where does the fertilization takes place? Yeah, this is very important. Yeah, basically we talk about the oviduct and it has got regeneration, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Infundibulum, yes. ampulla, isthmus. So, at yes. the ampulla isthmic junction, that that is quoted as site of fertilization. And recently uh, in our NCRT book, they have just uh, mentioned ampulla, at the ampullary region, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. ovum is released. So again, a misconception, it's not ovum, it is the secondary, secondary oocyte, oocyte yes. <laughs> yes, yes, reiterating again. So mm-hmm. uh, at uh, ovulation, when it is released, uh, the ostia, through ostia, it moves into the um, uh, oviduct and it has to travel. So arrival of ovum at the point of fertilization is very important. That is the okay. first thing that one should uh, keep in mind, right? Right. And, right. and, and it takes typically around... Uh, 10 to 12 hours for the ovum to passively move to the site of fertilization. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Yes. Then insemination. Because it uh, we will discuss in the next chapter that in the reproductive health that uh, insemination prior to ovulation. Right? A day prior to yes. ovulation or two days prior to ovulation that has got risk of pregnancy. So insemination should be in coherence with the time of arrival of ovum. This is very, very important. Very, very important. Yes. And as you have already mentioned, the semen is deposited, which contains uh, around 80 to 100 million sperm per ml. And uh, a part of that, a uh, lot of factors, prostaglandins, some uh, nutrient, another thing. So, as soon as it is released in the uh, female reproductive tract, it forms a coagulum, right? Yes. A, yes, a, yes. a coagulated mass. Then it gets freeze after around 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then the sperms are now starting their motility. So, yes. sperm starts swimming. And this swimming uh, is basically, it's at the rate of around 1.5 to 3 millimeter per minute. Why I'm telling this? Because sperm has to travel all the way from the vagina to the ampulla stomach junction. So, it also yes. takes around 6 to 8 hours. Right. Right. And uh, during this, the prostaglandin, the semen, the oxytocin released from uh, the female uh, pituitary once uh, she achieves orgasm. And uh, the cervical mucus, that also helps in gliding of this sperm. So, motility of sperm is very, very important. Now, yes, that's, why, that's why I was saying that uh, 
the sperm should be healthy enough. Yes. Uh, otherwise, they will not be able to swim. So their yeah. normal shape, their normal shape, size, and their motility is very very important. Uh, that's why I advocate all the students to keep healthy. You know, keep healthy, do some exercise and yoga and all, so that they can perform well in all field of life. Uh, anyway, right. uh, let's move. So now the sperm is not in a position to fertilize up till now because there are certain factors in semen which are called as decapacitation factor that yes, does not we, allow a sperm yes. to yes. actually um, uh, fertilize so mm-hmm. when it moves through female reproductive tract then what happens the inhibitory factors are diluted mm-hmm. right and again there is a thin membrane of cholesterol over the acrosome yes. acrosome as we have seen the in the shape of sperm that is also mm-hmm. removed now the permeability of acrosome is also increased and calcium mm-hmm. uptake is increased so this all mm-hmm. prepares the sperm for fertilization mm-hmm. and then the actual uh, event starts what happens uh, fusion of gamete so first mm-hmm. of all when a sperm approaches uh, near the corona radiata we would have mm-hmm. uh, seen the structure of secondary oocyte mm-hmm. acrosome the anterior most part of the sperm which contains sperm lysine right mm-hmm. so it has got hyaluronidase that dissolves the cementing material of corona cells yes, yes. and uh, there is some other enzyme called as corona penetrating enzyme which yes. degenerates the obstructive corona cells the corona cells that there's, are obstructing there is a group of enzymes there yes. mm-hmm. collectively called as sperm lysine sperm lysine yes yes and mm-hmm. uh, then it reaches zona pellucida which is that same transparent layer secreted mm-hmm. by the follicular cells and mm-hmm. there a compatibility reaction takes place right mm-hmm. there are some receptors yes, specific yes. receptors and why yes. these receptors are important because egg has got fertilizing and sperm has got anti fertilizing and only yes. when they are compatible then mm-hmm. only the fertilization will proceed so it ensures species specific fertilization this is very important very very important mm-hmm. and uh, the sperm acrosin degrades the zona pellucida and for this there are certain physiological uh, condition required the ph is around 7.4 and uh, calcium and magnesium ions are also needed for this process so this reaction is acrosomal reaction okay. now mm-hmm. sperm is ready to enter so what happens mm-hmm. when zona pellucida is degraded the sperm head comes in contact with the ulema or membrane of the ovum Uh, which protrudes yes. in response to that uh, fertilizing anti fertilizing compatibility forming a fertilization cone and now okay. when there is attachment what happens sperm and egg membrane are dissolved at the point of contact and some calcium ions are pushed in the ovum so one point okay. is very important at this part only the component of head middle piece and neck of the sperm enters uh, neck of the sperm enters the egg cytoplasm that means the tail part is is uh, yes, removed it, it's removed it does not enter it does not it is just okay. for the discarded. propulsion only yeah. for swimming purpose propulsion only propulsion only okay now the most important reaction takes place the cortical reaction because when calcium wave gets inside the cytoplasm of the ovum or a secondary oocyte not ovum uh, it extrudes some cortical granule from the egg and these granule makes the plasma membrane activated calyx now what it will do it will convert the plasma membrane into fertilization membrane and now no further sperm will be allowed inside 
that means uh, the cortical reaction is responsible for not allowing the second sperm to enter, isn't Correct. it? Correct. So it prevents polyspermy. That is polyspermy. another, yes. another question yes, being yes. asked. Yes, and, yes. And now again, one more reaction is uh, helping in preventing polyspermy. And what is that? That chemical, some more chemicals from the egg which extrude, that reaches the Jonah pellucida and destroys the sperm receptor. As I told, okay. there are some receptors. So, receptors yes, yes. are also destroyed. So, no point of recognition that is, is there. That way, there is a, there is a double, the, uh, what you call a support system. Yes, it's one a support is, system. One is, the, one is this cortical granules which are lining inside the membrane. Uh, and second is the um, destruction of the uh, receptors. What call the receptors on the surface. Yes. So, when both of them are done, then there is no chance for the second sperm to enter. Correct. So this so, is a good explanation. This is a, this is wonderful. And I yes, think uh, students should be must keep in mind that there is a specific process to ensure mm-hmm. that no second sperm is going to get inside. Right. Now, when sperm has, the content has entered, there are some specific protein in that uh, sperm content. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, that contains some protein called as PCL jeta protein. So what it does, it activates the arrested oocyte. As I mentioned earlier, the oocyte, the secondary oocyte is in arrested stage, metaphase 2. Yes. So, mm-hmm. now metaphase promoting factor is removed and anaphase promoting complex is activated. So, yes. this makes the completion of meiosis 2. And as a result, right. the secondary oocyte is converted into overmanned polar body, polar body 2. That, so means, now, that means now the total oogenesis is completed. Oogenesis is completed, truly said. Okay. Now... Right the time and platform for the term that we have started, fertilization. So here we will talk so about... Till now it is all preparation. <laughs> yes. Till it's now all. it is all preparation for the fertilization event. Correct. And and, <laughs> and specifically we call that as karyogamy. Yeah. Right. Male and female pronucleus, they comes closer, the membrane dissolves and there is a mixing of paternal and maternal uh, characters. Cool. And that results mm-hmm. in formation of a diploid zygote. Okay. That's fine. So... I think uh, our students have understood um, much more in details of the events of fertilization than uh, they actually studied in their books. Am I right? Yeah, in the book actually what they have just uh, listed mm-hmm. the series of events uh, in, an, in, an, in a very cursory fashion. But to make yes. a deeper understanding, you should appreciate the event that is taking place. No, How actually, beautiful is the event? Because, because uh, actually the, the description which they find in the books is not sufficient to understand. That's why that's why I have planned to take up such a program, whereas to invite people like you and many others uh, who can explain in details. In this many will help times students. we have they, seen the question coming uh, that fertilization explain fertilization. So when they yes. understand fertilization, then they are also able to understand the part of oogenesis. Ki what yes. is what is the culmination they can correlate of oogenesis? The, they can correlate the thing to two things. Yes. Gee. Actually, actually, when until I understand, until I understand, the student understands the different events and the sequence and the correlation. Okay, then uh, till then they will not take much interest. Once they start understanding all these events, the correlation, then they will be much more excited and they will be learning more. Here we are actually promoting understanding of the students, as we have already uh, dedicated ourselves that we will not promote rote learning we highly discourage rote learning in biology we want that our students should learn understand understand and learn okay so for this purpose we are conducting 
such podcasts and many other programs and we are happy to have teachers like you no in, in our days uh, dr saha i'd like to i remember my own days when i was a student my teacher used to ask me to go and read the books of embryology or oh, whatever you understand fine you go and read standard text and then you come into the classroom and have a discussion so i think That's student right. must be you know promoted to have some advanced reading not only just go for uh, the few lines that are included because ncert book has to be compact though it's beautifully written but it needs some more elaboration because they are preparing themselves for some higher end result okay. one more thing one more thing uh, we forget about uh, the ncert whatever ncert is doing that's okay that's fine uh, then uh, the remaining part is with us that is yeah. we the teachers true true whatever whatever ncert has given in the book all informations are compact okay now it is our responsibility to elaborate that yes. so we will do that duty okay so i think we have come to an end of our discussion today yeah. uh, anything so, more remains which you want to just uh, say no fertilization as an event uh, you know if someone says it's, you can okay. call it it's a physiochemical process that's one thing you can call because there is a physical mm-hmm. motility also involved there is a chemical compatibility chemical involved yes, so yes, that yes. can be one uh, more addition uh, one can write in this okay, process okay okay thank you thank you very much for the very nice explanation of fertilization and uh, we'll be happy to see you again in another discussion so definitely then, it will be privilege and honor for me to share okay, my sure, views and you know sure, exchange sure, sure. ideas that benefits everyone sure 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 yeah we look forward to have you again in our discussion and thank you very much rajiv ranjan singh a postgraduate teacher from a kvfs kumbhigram and thank you all my spectators and viewers thank you very much